never want to tease the listeners. Hello and welcome to Unstealing Universes, the podcast where we run two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Evan Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. So how does this fan... How, do, how, how does this podcast work, Evan? This is the podcast where we randomly generate a fanfiction crossover with our random Tandem Fandoms generator. We get two fandoms and a tag. Then we have a week to write it. And then we read them to each other. Yeah. So last time we did Random Tandem Phantoms was actually a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because we had our Christmas special, which I... Our our post-Christmas pre-New Year's special. Yes. Which I hope everyone really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. I enjoyed it, too. And everyone who partook in it enjoyed it. Yes. We don't know what anyone else thought because they don't rate us on iTunes and tell us in the comments. Oh! Speaking of that, we can read our... Review! Oh yeah, we have a review on iTunes now! It's from UnUnFam1. <laughs> I swear, I didn't write this. I didn't write this either. I think I know who did. Me too. <laughs> this review is entitled, Howlin' Hoot of a Time. I love this podcast. I've been trying to find a good podcast to stimulate my brain on the weekly, and I've finally found it. Most podcasts have been boring, or just vaguely entertained me. But this one has me waiting excitedly every Thursday morning at 6am for the release. (laughs) Definitely recommend. Well, un-un-fan one, speculatively Bobby Flay, (laughs) uh, I hope you actually aren't up at 6am every Thursday. I know, that's brutal. I don't know why we release the things that early. So that when people wake up and check their phones, then it auto-downloads. Oh, makes sense, makes sense. Let's recap what our fandoms were, because it was so many weeks ago. So this is the Pirates of the Caribbean, Lion King, Songfic, which was a lot harder to do than either of us expected. It's true. It was very difficult. I think this was the hardest fic to write. Yeah. Because we were both like, oh yeah, we want to get like big fandoms so that people read us on fanfiction.net. And then we got, like, two big fandoms, and we were like, well, fucking kill me. This is so Do people write a lot of Lion King fix? Disney's pretty big. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Should we just go into our fix? Yeah, there's nothing else to do. I know. It's my time to read first. Yeah. I actually have a title for mine. Oh, fuck you. That's not loud. I know. Come up with a new one. (laughs) No. I can't. So, All right, so what's the title for this? The title is I Do Not Want to Be King. Ooh. Yeah, real creative. Okay, I feel like I should preface this because I feel like you don't remember anything from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Do you um, remember anything from the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie? What's the third one called? At World's End? I think so. Is that the one where they go to Davy Jones' locker? It's the one where the they do the new Pirate King. <laughs> okay, should I... There's a pirate king? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna give a brief explanation, because I don't think I explained it very well in my fic. Okay. Essentially, there's a scene Authors where... Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, there's a scene where all the pirates from everywhere, there's like eight of them. Oh, yeah, and the pieces have... of eight scene. Yeah, the pieces okay. of eight scene. But there's nine. But then it's like, they have to elect a new pirate king, but none has ever been elected because everyone votes for themselves. But then Jack votes for Elizabeth, thinking that it's fine, but then Elizabeth becomes the pirate king because she voted for herself. Classic. And so that's what this is based off of. Okay. I Do Not Want to Be King by Alana. By me! 
Cheers filled the air. Elizabeth boarded the Black Pearl. I think you missed a word. (laughs) Already. (laughs) Cheers filled the air as Elizabeth boarded the Black Pearl. The large undead crew drank and clapped as the young girl crossed the deck of her newly awarded pirate ship. Her badge of honor still untouched shone from its place on her breast. Elizabeth Swan, Pirate King. <laughs> I imagine it's like a little like Walmart employee. Hello, my name is. <laughs> yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow followed close behind her. He watched Elizabeth revel in the power that he had longed for for so long. But ultimately, is was him who gave her that power. <laughs> it was his vote that make her the Pirate King. <laughs> You said yours wasn't very fan fictiony. Yeah. This is very fan fictiony. Very fan fictiony. In that the grammar's terrible. <laughs> Congratulations, Madam Swan, said the man with only one eyeball. He gave a deep curtsy before stumbling forward. Raggedy, pick yourself up in front of the missus. You can't disrespect the new king before she's even given a command, screamed Pintel. He rushed forward towards his drunken friend and pulled him back towards the party. Thank you, crew. Now go enjoy your party. I will be up steering the ship, Elizabeth said. Jack let out an audible sigh, which she elected to ignore. You're not going to get turnt with us? yelled a voice from somewhere in the crowd. Not tonight. There's work to be done. Elizabeth walked up to her captain's quarters and took a seat on the bed. Outside she could... I thought she was steering the ship. Yeah, that was a lie because she didn't want to be at the party. Oh. So who's steering the ship? No one, it's actually docked somewhere. I explain it later. My god. Well, not really, but I say that it's still docked. Outside, she could hear the drunken yells of her crew as they drank themselves into oblivion. She could he- also hear them tearing pieces of pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pieces of the ship. <laughs> she could also hear them tearing pieces off pieces of the Black Pearl off and throwing them into a bonfire on the wooden deck. Although the though of a bonfire on a wooden ship was worrying, Elizabeth had bigger fish to fry. She I don't know if I was care. conscious when I wrote this. You still got a T in that one, although the thought. Oh. It's just that though and thought are one letter apart, but pronounced entirely differently. Oh. She didn't want to be king. Chapter break. Captain Jack Sparrow sat around the campfire that slowly destroyed what had once belonged to him. The Black Pearl, his pride and joy, his bouncing baby girl. But now he had lost everything, handed it right over to Elizabeth, who despite all of his moaning and groaning, would probably be a better pirate than he ever was. He looked up to see the illuminated silhouette of Miss Swan. She was sitting in the captain's quarters, her head turned down. It looks like she's crying, commented Barbosa. Bring the girl a drink. Jack Sparrow picked up one of the bottles scattered around the fire and made his way towards the captain's quarters. The cheers of his drunken friends echoed in in the harbor. This party should have been for me, he thought to himself. Jack Sparrow stopped outside the door to what was once his own quarters, but now belonged to Elizabeth, the true pirate king. He could hear her sniffles dying down now. Captain Jack assumed she was finally calming her shit. Elizabeth was always good at that. So he took a deep breath and knocked on the door. When Elizabeth opened the door, her eyes were red. Not like she'd been smoking the dank kush. Rather, like she had been crying. May I come in, lassie? 
The old captain asked the new. Is that a bottle of rum you have with you? She responded. Jack shook his head yes. The beads in his hard... Hair and beard? His hard and beard. (laughs) Jack shook his head yes. The beads in his hard and beard rattling together. Very well, then, Elizabeth said, ushering the dirty heathen inside. She took the bottle from his hand and guzzles a nice swig. Now, princess, what's bothering you? Jack asked. The music to I Just Can't Wait to Be King started up in the background of the scene. Yeah, now you have to sing. No? It's to the tune of I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King. That's my crossover piece, which is kind of a cop-out, but I don't care because this was a hard thing to write. I don't want to be this pirate king. I'm tired of this affair. Well, I've never seen a king of pirates who is so well prepared. I'm not a king. I'm not a pirate. Like no pirate king before. I'm brushing off. I'm looking down. I'm walking out the door. Lassie, thus far, pirates have done nothing. Oh, I do not want to be king. (laughs) You don't have a way to go, young Elizabeth, if you think no one taught me how to do this. Now when I when now when you say that I no one taught me how to act here. What I meant was I feel like we should have done separate parts. Probably you want to do that? Should we? It probably. might make more sense. It'll make a lot more sense. <laughs> or it's funny just to hear me stutter over myself. Okay, yeah. How about that? Can you do voices? No. What I meant was everybody's saying drink rum. Look, no, you don't realize... No, I look dumb. Now, see here. Feel free to run around all day. Well, hold on. Free to do it your way. I think it's time you and I arranged a parlay. Kings shouldn't need advice from a disgraced pirate for a start. (laughs) If this is where the Black Pearl is heading, count me out. Out of England, out of pirating... I wouldn't hang about. I won't watch you give up on this thing. Oh, I do not want to be king. Everybody look left. Everybody look right. (laughs) Wherever you're looking, I will be out of sight. No, you won't. Let every pirate go for broke to the sea. Raise their own flags on their wing. With King Elizabeth, maybe we'll just win. Maybe I can just be king. Maybe I can just be king. Maybe I can just be king. Maybe I want to be the king. Yay! That was excellent, Evan. Thank you. Both of their chests heaved with the exertion of the musical number, their cheeks glowing red, illuminated by the light of the kerosene lamps. So, Miss Swan, how do you feel now? asked Captain Jack Sparrow. Elizabeth took a big swig from the bottle of rum and handed it back to the pirate in front of her. Ready to lead, she replied before exiting the chambers. The end. I appreciate your mess of singing. You're welcome. <laughs> I also appreciate my horrible grammar. That was probably the worst you've ever done. You know why? I think it's because this keyboard, honestly, like, there's no definition in the keys. And then it has autocorrect like a phone. Oh, no. So it's like when you start to type something, it'll autocorrect it to what it thinks it's supposed to be. 
And like a new phone, like, like you know how, yeah, really? like you know how new phones, it doesn't know what you want to say yet, so it's like a mess until you have it for a few months. I honestly think that might have been it. I think you're just drunk and stupid. That could have been it too. But I was sober when I wrote this. Okay, I think you're just stupid. Yeah, maybe. Should I pull up your fic? Yeah, let's open. What's the title, Evan? Oh dear lord, I don't know. The Last Night on the Black Pearl. Okay. Alright guys, prepare to hate everything that you've ever fucking... What is going on in this? It's so bad. You're gonna hate it. Okay. Just, I don't know how to explain it, other than you'll hate it. Okay. This is The Last Night on the Black Pearl by Evan. Jack, are you in there? Simba called through the thin wooden door. What age is Simba in this? Uh, he's like... He's fully grown. Okay. This is adult Simba with like the mane and everything. Okay. Upon getting no response, he gently nosed open the door to the captain's chambers and peered in. The room was dark except for a single candle lit on the desk. Captain Jack Sparrow stood over it, facing away from the young lion, appearing to be blotting the Black Pearl's corpse on a map. Jack, please, just talk to me, Simba begged as he approached the man. He stretched out a paw to caress Jack's arm. Have you finished packing? Jack snapped back. Simba flinched and pulled his paw away physically reacting to the spite in the man's words. Yes, I'm ready to go in the morning. I just wanted one last night with you, Simba whispered. Can you see where this is going? Oh, yeah. You know what's interesting? I was thinking about taking a similar approach. Like a sexy approach. And then I was like, I was like, I don't don't want to write anything sexy anymore because I'm still recovering. I'm a recovering sex writer. (laughs) Jack finally turned to face Simba. His eyes were red and puffy. One hand reached up and rubbed an eye with the heel of his palm as he sniffled. Simba stood up on his hind legs, placing his front paws on Jack's shoulders. His rough tongue lapped at the last couple of tears that streamed from Jack's eyes. The best thing about tonight's that we're not fighting. Could it be that we have been this way before? Do you know the song off the first two lines? No. Okay. Should I? No. Is it a song I will know? Maybe. Do you know anything by Secondhand Serenade? No. Okay, then you won't know the song. <laughs> okay. Do you want to listen to the song before you fucking yeah, read yeah. it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Fall for You by Secondhand Serenade. Okay. Okay. I'm done with that. I'm done with it. Now you know the vibe. Now I know the vibe. Great. The best thing about tonight is that we're not fighting. Could it be that we have been this way before? Simba cooed into Jack's ear. I know you don't think that I am trying. I know you're wearing thin down to the core. Jack smiled slightly and looked away from the lion. It was so rare that Simba recognized issues in their relationship. Oh, Simba's a bit of a dick, is he? Jeez. Read the next line. Usually whenever Jack would voice a problem, he would just hakuna matata it away and ignore Jack's feelings. Oh, jeez. Tawana Boomba gave very bad relationship advice. Apparently, yeah. I know you have to go, Simba. Pride Rock is yours by right, just like the Black Pearl is mine. I just wish we could lead together. As one. Saying it out loud for the first time ever, Jack began to choke up. Another tear rolled down Jack's cheek, but Simba's tongue was quick to lick it away. Ew. I just think of, you know when TV shows have, like, that really gross character, and there'll be, like, someone crying, and they'll be like, oh. No. Or it's like, if someone's bleeding, they'll be like, oh. Is that only an anime? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
And this is not what I intended, Jack regretted. I always swore to you I'd never fall apart. You always thought that I was stronger. I may have failed, but I have loved you from the start. Jack, ashamed at his lack of composure, buried his face in Simba's thick red mane. A sob racked his body as Simba pulled him closer, offering reassuring shushes. Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again, Simba murmured. Simba murmured into the teary-eyed man. Simba murmured? Simba murmured. <laughs> Don't make me change my mind or I'll never live to see another day. Really? Jack pulled his face out of Simba's mane to look him in the eye. I swear it's true. Simba removed his paws from Jack's shoulders and gently took Jack's hand into his mouth. You see, he's that weird, he's that weird character. <laughs> it's because he can't hold hands. He doesn't have hands to hold. What do you mean? He doesn't have hands. So they could like, it's like holding hands with mittens. You can do it. Just keep reading. <laughs> they led the man away from the desk and out the door. The two headed to the bow of the ship. They gazed out over the open ocean. Stars shone brightly over the deep blue purple sky. It reminded Simba of the night he talked to his father in the stars. So breathe in so deep. Breathe me in. I'm yours to keep, Simba whispered lovingly. No, Simba. Your pride rocks to keep. I was just a fling to you, wasn't I? Jack couldn't hold back the tears any better than he could in his chamber. He cried, not caring that his crew could see. Are there just people standing around? Someone's gotta run the ship. I guess. Hold on to your words, cause talk is cheap, Simba reassured. He nestled up against Jack again, holding him as best a lion can while the man sobbed. The serenity of the water calmed Jack slightly, no longer openly sobbing, just the occasional sniffle and silent tear. Will you remember all this? Jack asked. Remember us? A boy like you is impossible to find, Simba said simply, nestling a little closer against Jack's chest and followed with a much quieter, you're impossible to find. The two headed back to the captain's chambers slowly, comforted by the salty ocean air. They fell into the bed together, their love renewed by their emotional openness for the first time in a long while. They made true, passionate love together. Woo! Woo. Why'd they go outside to just go back inside? I don't know. Sometimes you just need air, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I've never been outside. Oh. Chapter break. The following morning, the two were awoken by a crewmate throating, Land ho! from the crow's nest. They held their embrace for a moment longer, neither wanting to break away from the other. But it was inevitable that they would have to rise from the bed at some point or another. Jack dressed and they stepped out onto the deck. Looking ahead, Simba could see the coast of Africa slowly growing larger on the horizon. The Black Pearl laid anchor and Simba said his goodbyes to the entire crew until finally he was back face to face with Captain Jack Sparrow. They shared another embrace, neither able to say, neither able to say another word for fear of breaking out in loud, uncontrollable tears. Their hug was long and tender, enjoying the very essence of the other. Their feel, their smell. Mm. Finally, what does a lion smell like, you think? Feral dog. Okay. Probably not too far off. Finally, Jack pulled away and placed a light kiss on Simba's forehead. With a sad smile and a nod, Simba turned and leapt off the deck of the Black Pearl, landing on the beach below. He looked back once and made eye contact with Jack, who nodded again. Go, Simba. Be the Lion King, Jack called after his lion lover, tears once again streaming down his face. I hated it, yeah. I told right. you. Yeah. It's just, not good. It's just weird. I know. I felt weird writing it. 
sure some people would really like it. I hope not. <laughs> Want me to open a Bobby Flay? I'm not sure I'm going to be able to uh, sing this. You have to. I can't. He said you have to. I can't. <laughs> you didn't sing mine. At least sing his. I can't sing. <laughs> All right. This is down with down with the my ship. <laughs> Looks like you weren't the only one infected by the uh, bad grammar. Okay. The the file's called down with my ship. Okay. But the title on thing says the down with my ship. <laughs> That's so good. Down with the My Ship by Bobby Flay. The Black Pearl coasted along the sea. Captain Jack Sparrow and his crew were in a completely foreign water. But this mission was worth the trouble. Bert? They had been hired by a wealthy prince to retrieve some lions from Africa and return them to his palace in France for his personal petting zoo. Didn't Aww. realize Captain Jack Sparrow went to France, heard, but okay. <laughs> As the lands ahead faded into view, the ship roared with glee. They were so excited to finally be done with the first half of this inconvenient journey. He even put a little little music note emoji over all the music. Oh. <laughs> we're a merry crew trying to get wealthy. All we do is drink rum. We're not very healthy. We don't have much morality or good hospitality, but we keep on drinking to avoid reality. Cute. Up ahead, Mr. Sparrow spots a pride of lions upon a mighty rock face. He and his merry band of pirates ready their weapons and run forward for the hunt. A few cubs and weaker adults are captured without the rest of the lions being alerted until Jack finds himself face to face with the King of Lions, Mufasa. Oh, Mufasa's still alive. The glorious king roars like a little snitch, alerting the whole pride to, of the pirate's attack. Okay, so he's not a bitch, he's a snitch. He's a snitch. You are a battle rattle tattletale. Can't wait to capture you inside my jail. This is the end <laughs> of your tale. I'm gonna sell your tail to whoever pays me the most for your bail. A war has begun. And to kick off the fighting, Jack literally kicks Mufasa in the face, which causes him to fall off the cliff. Holy oh. shit! Jack literally kicks Mufasa in the face, which causes him to fall off a cliff to his death. <laughs> Lions from all over start to jump at Jack and the rest of the pirates, but those Caribbean crusaders came prepared. With their guns drawn, they just start popping off the lions one by one. It wasn't a fair fight, but that only made it more fun for the pirates. With a few lions captured, the gang had already completed their mission. But just because they're baddies, they went on to kill dozens more lions in the pride <laughs> before setting sail again. Shoot, 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 another one to boot. Living for the hunt, pirates love pursuit. Gold for us is the forbidden fruit. Can never get enough, like Don Cherry and Suits. That's a oh, that's a good one. These are distinctly Canadian pirates. They are. Only a short time after their departure, a storm begins. The winds and waves knock the pirates off their feet and knock the locks off of the lion's cages. Mm-hmm. One lion captured Sarabi. I'm, I'm going to assume that means one lion called Sarabi mm-hmm. because one of the lions is called Sarabi. Yeah. I think that's the mom? Yeah, that's Zephyr's the mom. mom. No, Simba's mom. That's what I meant. Oh. <laughs> I'm just stupid. Mufasa's wife. 
one lion named Sarabi takes advantage of this quick escape and decides to take action. She stands up on two legs and begins the curse of the pride. She dances around in circles, flailing her head around. It twists and spins 480 degrees. (laughs) Her feet leave the ground and she begins to float. What is going on? There is no precedent. Jack, pirates look at Jack. He's our president. This is super weird. Worse than my worst fears. I swear I'll be having nightmares for the next two years. Nice. The pirates attempt to shoot her down, but their fingers are too large for their triggers. They fall to their hands and knees. They try to scream for help. Oh, are they turning into lions? But all they can hear are the roars of the lions they captured laughing in their face. The lion's curse was taking effect. Captain Jack Sparrow, attempting to flee the new lion overlords, crawls as fast as he can to his private bathroom below deck. He stands up and looks in the mirror, shocked with two C's, to see that he has yellow fur covering his face and that his hair has turned into a beautiful big mane. Oh. So he's a furry now. Oh, no. Is that what it says, or is that your comment? that's my comment. Okay. What has happened... I assume this is in the tune of uh, the Simple Plan song. What has happened to me, I just wanted booty. I just wanted treasure. Now I've lost all my beauty. I've turned into a monster. I have turned a lion. Serve me right for my cheating, stealing, lying. Only able to walk on four legs, he runs out to the main deck and demands answers. He asks what they have done to him and why. Sarabi explains that the curse of the pride turns everyone who messes with the clique into a lion, and that most of the lions in the pride were at one point hunters trying to kill or capture them. Usually the lioness would have brought these pirates back to the pride where they were going to serve us as the lowest ranking lions in the pride, but this time was different. I'm so confused. Can you explain that line to me? Uh, so usually they, like, whenever they turn somebody into a lion, they kind of make them their lion slave, bitch. Okay. But this time it's different. Oh, okay. Apparently. Because he's so sexy. He's such a sexy lion. These pirates killed her king and her lover. She was the King Mufasa's side girl, and they were in love. Sarabi needed revenge. Her eyes lit up, and she went into the Avatar state. <laughs> The waves crashed harder, and the ship started to sink as the water penetrated its walls. Jack decided to lick up the last of the rum he could find, and as the captain was proud to go down with his ship. As I go down, I do not frown, for I go with my ship. I found my rum, so I'm having fun, on my very last trip. I won't let go of this model, sinking with my crew full throttle. Only one thing that I regret, and that's going into hostile. The end. Lovely. It was, a, it was an interesting one. That was a, that was exciting. A lot happened in that one. Yeah, so... More happened in that one than both of our fics combined. Well, see, the thing is, he wrote his own song. Yeah. Rather than using, like, a pop song. Yeah. And putting it in. Or even just, like, a song from The Lion King. Yeah. I like that she went into the Avatar state. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting moments. Maybe we'll make a poll of what everyone's favorite moment was. We'll do that, sure. (laughs) Check it out on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. And 
With our fix read, we now move on to our second and last segment. Random Hannah Hannah. Okay. Drum roll. Okay. Okay. This will probably be easier than the last one. Yeah, I agree. So our main fandom is Community. Our supporting fandom is Cat Dog, and our tag is Film Noir. Hmm, interesting. What What do you know about Community? Uh, it's a sitcom started by the guy that made Rick and Morty. Yeah. Set in a community college called yeah. Greendale, and basically the main characters were all in a Spanish study group together. That was, you know, kind of a scam at the beginning. I don't remember. It was so he could sleep with Britta. That's what it was. But there's seven. Of them? Because they're the Greendale Seven? Yeah. So there's Jeff, who's kind of the lead guy. A more attractive Ryan Seacrest, as he describes himself. He's boring. Uh, Britta, who's a terrible person. Yeah, but tries to pretend to be a good person. She's boring, too. Uh, Annie. She has great boobs. Yep. Kind of boring, too. (laughs) Cheryl? Yeah. I like her. Who's a mom? Pierce. Who's Pierce. an old racist man. Yeah. In real life and in the show. Um, and, and then, then there's Troy and Abbott, who are the only uh, good characters. Yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Troy was like a high school jock. I Abed's think... Abed's just a weird, probably autistic guy. Tell me about Cat Dog. Cat Dog. It's a cat and a dog sewn together. Gross. How do they poop? I don't know. But yeah, so half of him is a cat. The other half is a dog. Both of them front halves. Yeah, they're both front halves. And so they, like, talk and, like, do antics together. Like, sometimes the dog half will chase the mailman and the cat half has to go along with it because he can't stop. That's literally all Cat Dog is. I've never seen an episode of Cat Dog. I think it's Canadian. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I, I is just it Nickelodeon? Maybe. I just know that, like, one of the end title cards or one of the end things is, like, a Mountie, so. Oh. Well, there you go. And Phil Noir... So, like, 50s detective movies sort of stuff where people talk kind of funny. And smoke a lot, and everything's in black and white. Yeah, everything's, like, super stylized. Yeah. Most men are misogynists. Detectives in black and white talking funny. And there's usually, like, a kind of a first-person narration. Yeah. Explaining explaining the case. We're going to have to do some, like, real gruff voices next week. I'm going to have to be a man. You're going to have to start smoking now. Oh, yeah, no, I'm planning on chain smoking until next week. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Okay, that's it. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here, huh? Yeah. Thank you for listening again this week. If you want, you can like us on Facebook, Unstable Universes. Follow us on Twitter. Give some of Evan's great tweets a like. (laughs) They're not good. That's at UnUnPodcast. We also now have a Tumblr, tumblr.com, Unstable Universes. If you want to read either of the fics today, you can do that at Unstable Universes at either Archive of Our Own or fanfiction.net. And if you want to write in, send it through our Facebook, or you can send it to our Gmail at unstableuniverses at gmail.com. Good job. I'm so glad that I get to sit back and relax. Um, you can rate us, review us, give us five stars, share with your friends, share with your dad. Probably don't share with your dad. I don't think he gets it. Yeah, maybe maybe a dad would like the Bigfoot 
audio drama. Maybe. With the spanking? Hilarious. Yeah. Such so a dad funny. joke. Comment telling us if you liked how long the spanking went on. I did. I got a couple of comments, but wow, that was a long time. <laughs> that was a long time. And there was, like, no sound from Bigfoot either. I know. So it was just like... 